Bang bang! Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports betting advice. Um, Joel sends you the advice straight to your phone, and you you just put you put those bets in as they come. Um, now, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to you guys. I would I would sign up for the black package if I was you, because the gold package, which which I'm on, has been shit in the bed lately, and I you know I shouldn't probably say that, but it's been an absolute joke lately. Um, I know black's been doing well, silver, and bronze, everything basically except the gold package has been doing well lately. So go ahead and sign up for anything except gold at um, betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty, enter promo code potty exclusive for 50, for 50% off your first week subscription. Um, if you want to support the welcome to the potty podcast, go to welcome to the potty.com slash store. Um... And buy yourself a welcome to the potty. Sorry, I just got a message and I was reading it instead of doing the doing the read. Buy yourself a welcome to the potty butter soft t-shirt uh, for forty dollars. Five percent of all proceeds go to a different charity each month. We haven't chosen one this month because we've had no sales this month. So go get yourself a t-shirt and um, yeah, five percent of all proceeds will go to a charity. And if you've got any charities that you would like to nominate, go ahead. Welcome to the potty at gmail.com. Um, Buttersoft t-shirts, five percent. Any charity we've done, we've done challenge, challenge cancer. We've done Movember. Um, you know, we could do breast cancer. We could do, you know, RSPCA. We could do whatever. So, go ahead and buy a t-shirt. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party. Body bang bang! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI podcast, and the um, can we be today? I don't know. Probably like the um, the PE of podcasting. You know, I'm not talking about physical education. I'm talking about premature ejaculation. Because I don't have long, I don't have much time today. I've got my work Christmas party, so I will be, um, you know, in and out of the booth today because I got to go and, um, yeah, got to go do all that. So should be fun. Should be fun. We'll see. We'll see how we go. But um, other than that, man. Now I talked on Tuesday. wasn't feeling too good. Am I feeling better? Um, probably a little bit, but not heaps, you know, probably a little bit, but not heaps. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine. He said, he said, dude, you got to take a break. You just got to take a break from everything. Um, and I just don't know if I've got it in me, man. First of all, we're on a, we are on an extreme, um, run here. I think this is the 201st episode. So first of all, um, let's get let's get a little clap happening for um, 200 episodes. That is that is just unbelievable. That is an unbelievable feat. And um, I think in 201 episodes we've missed two. So we should probably be at about 203. 
So I think one I missed for a funeral and one I missed because, um, you know, I wasn't feeling very good after uh, the boys trip to Melbourne. So um, that's not that's not a bad effort. We're at 201 episodes. Um, and yeah, I don't really want to keep, I don't want to miss episodes if it can be avoided. And I think it can be avoided. Maybe I don't, you know, maybe I don't do an hour episode while I'm feeling like this. I don't do hours. I do half hours or, you know, even 20 minutes or something. Um, so, so that's the thing. So yeah, he said, you got to take a break from comedy. You got to take a break from podcasts and you got to get some sleep, all this. And, um, it's true, but I also feel guilt when I, um, take a break I feel like someone else is working someone else is grinding someone else is getting ahead of me while I'm not working so I don't feel comfortable I feel I feel guilty and I also feel um nervous scared that someone's gonna beat me to whatever I'm trying to get to I'm trying to book spots I'm trying to get you know I'm trying to get better at comedy I want people to know me I want people to think I'm funny I want people to want to book me and if they're not seeing me up all the time, they're not going to want to book me. You know, it's a catch-22. So, um, so yeah, I continued doing comedy this week. I went up. Um, so I, I felt shit on Tuesday. I told you guys about that. And I continued to feel shit all week. But I went up on Wednesday night and did pretty good in there. That was at Giggles. Did pretty good in there on Thursday night. Um, you guys <clears throat> might've seen from my personal Instagram that I had a gig at the hotel Royal again, told you about the first gig. I'm not going to get too, too into it, but the second gig was probably worse than the first one, which, um, you know, anyway, um, and I don't know, I, I was the second act and let me tell you this, it was only performers in there plus one guy who bought a ticket and one of the performer's girlfriends. So there's two people in there that weren't performing and no one was laughing. And, um, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Um, it's hard, it's hard to do comedy in front of comics. It is. Um, especially when none of them are your friends, really. No one's, no one gives a fuck. No one's trying to support you individually. So, um, yeah, that was difficult, man. Um, I felt like shit after that. Um, so that wasn't helping the old mental state. So I was about to go home in a bad mood or sad mood or whatever. And I was like, fuck it. Let's go to, let's go to HQ brick room. See if I can get a spot there. And I did get a spot there. The, the crowd was hot. And then when it was time for open mic, uh, I'd say good 85 to 90% of the crowd left. So I was performing to about um, four paying customers and the rest comics. And again, just not, not a fantastic night. Did a bit better than I did earlier that night at the, that wild show. Um, but yeah, dude, this is, I mean, this is the journey, I guess you hear, you hear comedy, you like, you hear comics, Bill Burr, probably, you know, one of the best out at the moment, one of the best ever actually even said like his first three years he was bombing. And I think like he, he self-deprecates a lot. So um, I don't feel like three years is accurate. He, he might've meant three months and I'm, I'm at about three months, a bit over three months. And um, you know, I've, I've probably been lucky. I've been lucky. I've had a few killer sets. I've just had some absolute nightmares as well. That's all, you know, and this week was, wasn't a great week. Monday, Monday was poo. 
um, didn't do Tuesday. Wednesday was okay. Thursday was poo. And, um, you know, I talked to a couple of comics. One of them, her name is Jess McKenzie. Um, she's an Adelaide comic and she, um, I don't know, she said some kind words and I'm struggling to remember what she actually said. Something about like, oh, if you were here earlier when the crowd was was hot, like I think you would have killed, like you still got some laughs, even like even though it was pretty much empty, like don't be too hard on yourself. And that was really nice because I met her before, we didn't really chat and then we met again and she was nice and I've found that, um, you know, it's, it's hard to get accepted, man. And that's that's probably where I'm struggling a bit too because there's this, I, don't, I, sh- I probably won't, shouldn't get into it, but that was really nice of Jess. Uh, I spoke to another um, comic on Wednesday night at Giggles. Her name's uh, Tarina Tate. And she might be coming on the potty. She might not be. She's only in Adelaide for one more week before she goes back to Sydney where she lives, but she's from New Zealand, but she lives in Sydney. But... She also was very kind and we had a long chat on Wednesday night and a little bit more of a chat on Thursday night and she's really cool and positive and um, she, yeah, she said that I've got a new bit that I'm doing about onions. She said that was good. Um, so I'll probably try and try and get that onion bit sort of tightened up this week and then try it at the cranker in the next week and see if I can see if I can kill with, with onions or something. Um, but yeah, that was nice of those two. I, um, there's a couple more comics that have been talking to me a bit more recently, which is, um, Henry Wilson and Anna Gomez. Those two, uh, seem to be a bit more friendly than the rest. Um, oh, Zach, Zach Watson. He, he says what's up to me and has a little bit of a chat every time it giggles, which is nice. And then. On Thursday night, I don't know if I had like a little bro moment or something with Gene Lewis, but he doesn't talk much. And then the show was just so fucked up on Thursday night, the first one that um, he turned me and um, we spoke a little bit about like how wild this shit was because the, the room organizer... Um, usually you get a flashing light. Like if you've got five minutes of time, you get a flashing light of four and a half minutes to let you know to wrap it up. And I guess this room wasn't like built for comedy. It was, is like a conference room at a pub, right? So, or function room. So he had a bell, like, you know, a bell at like a reception desk. So you're in the middle of a joke and at 4.30 he dings this bell. And it's like, What? You know, like that was what that was wild, dude. Um, so that's this is what we're this is the kind of shit you go through in the early days of comedy, bro. And I'm, you know, I am lucky that I can even get stage time, dude. Um, I talked to a guy, well, I didn't talk to him, I overheard him. There was an American there on Thursday night, and he was like, he was like, I don't really know what everyone's complaining about. Like in America, no one gives a fuck about open micers. Like, you're lucky that you even get crowds here for open mics. I was like, yeah, that's fair. But also if we had, you know, Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle and, you know, um, you know, Tom Segura, you know, Burt Kreischer, Theo Vaughn, Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz. If we had all these guys coming in 
no one would give a fuck about open mic here either, but we don't have those guys. So people, people do go to open mics if they want to like see some comedy. Um, so there's that. Yeah. But yeah, this guy's like, you know, this is, this is normal. I'm like, yeah, well it also sucks. And if, if we've got, we do have better options, maybe we're lucky here, but we do have better options. And, and this, you know, this is wild what we're going through right now. Um, and yeah, the word open mic, there's a stigma behind open mic. I'm a comedian, so I'm happy to go to open mic comedy. But if you told me there's open mic music night, I'm not going, bruh. You know, because I, that sounds like karaoke to me. That sounds like some cat is just going to get it. And, that, and that's what it is sometimes. I, dude, I saw a guy get up on the stage um, with no material and he just talked about how the light was in his eyes the whole time. And I was like, what? how do you think they light the stage, dude? You need to shut up about the light and tell a joke. And he didn't tell a joke for five minutes. Then I saw him get up the next week and just be offensive toward white women for um, five minutes without a punchline. So that was that was also wild. Um, they, uh, and then I saw I once saw a guy get up and he just thought he was funny. He thought he was a funny guy. Uh, and so he got up and just started talking and didn't have any jokes and that didn't work out. So then, and he brought, he was like a, one of these wildcats that has his dog follow him everywhere. And he just brought his dog up and was like, Oh, well, look at my dog. And he was trying to get cute points. No, bruh. It's ain't a cutie pie contest. Um, so this is like, this is the type of fucking shit that you go through, dude. Open mics, but Hey, when you're not good enough to get booked, so what you, that's what you got to do. You got to do open mics. So, um, yeah, I'll be back at it again next week. Back at it like a bad habit. If you want something better, go grab it. You know how it is. <sighs> bit tired. Had a late night last night. Dude, I hadn't played PlayStation like all week. So I just wanted to play a few games, bruh. So I, um, I didn't, I stayed up to probably midnight playing NBA 2K, which was cool. Rachel was next to me on the couch. She was watching Love Island on her laptop, dude. That show... Dude, let me tell you this. If I was on Love Island, I would, well, I wouldn't make it very deep in the game. I think I'd get kicked off pretty early. I would first off be jealous in there because they're, they're trapped in this house, right? And you, everyone's walking around in bikinis and, and got no shirts on and all this. So there would, with my body the way it is right now, I would be mad because all these shredded dudes are walking around and my girl, whoever I'm, if I've even got a girl in there, she'd be looking, right? And I'd be like, I'm going to lose her. I get insecure, right? Uh, sometimes a new person can come in and choose any girl to go on a date with. Bang. Takes my girl, right? Because I'm probably with like the baddest bitch in there, you know? So that would happen. I'd be jealous about that, right? And I would clash with so many personalities, male or female in there that it would just be, it would just be anarchy, dude. Anarchy. I would get kicked off probably first, first week if I didn't walk out myself, you know? Oh yeah. What I was saying. Yeah. Clicks dude in comedy. Um, and it sounds like from all the podcasts and shit I listen to, it sounds like it's kind of like that worldwide. Um, and probably as a as a, as an open micer, probably you just don't get accepted by anyone. No one really wants to fuck with you or talk to you or anything. But dude, it's like that in Adelaide for sure. And I got 
I think I told you guys on Tuesday that on Monday night, this comedian um, said something about my testosterone levels, dude. And I can't help it if I'm a guy's guy. Um, I don't think I'm overly offensive to women. I've got a joke about um, shooting a lightning bolt out the tip of my wiener and maybe that's offensive. But if you're offended by that, like it's clearly fiction. So if you're, if you're offended by that, like seriously, like, don't come to a comedy show. And then I've got a joke about, um, you know, banging a three, which, you know, I guess you're not supposed to rate women and all this, but guys get rated. Girls rate guys. Oh my God. He's such a 10, you know, like, so yeah, you need to figure out, you need to figure out if you want to do that, then don't, then, then don't tell guys that they're not allowed to. And honestly, my jokes aren't even that testosterone bruh. You know? Um, but yeah, made a joke about like me having the most testosterone that anyone's ever had or whatever. And let me tell you this, this could get me in trouble here, but fuck it, dude. She wasn't trying to make friends, was she? And I even on Wednesday tried to bury the beef and when I left the, the comedy club, I said goodbye to her and she literally looked me in the eye and didn't say anything back. So... Um, I'm not trying anymore. I've got, got no ill will, but, um, but yeah, for, for all I care, you can go fuck yourself. And, and if you want to say hi to me next time, I'm probably, I'll say hi back cause I'm not going to try and be a wild cowboy, but you need to understand that if you want to, if you want to, um, you know, you want some people to come listen to your, whatever you call jokes. And um, someone's got a platform that can maybe help that. <clears throat> Welcome to the body. Um, maybe they won't have you on their show because you've already been a cunt. Maybe something like that. I don't know. But this person is a transgendered individual. And I could have gone on stage and said anything wild. I could have rebutted. I could have said, you know, you could, you could, you know, I don't know, jealousy jokes. Or whatever. I don't know what I could have done. Something about like, you know, you shouldn't have a problem with me just because I didn't choose not to replace my hormones. I don't know, dude. I could have been reckless, but I went up there and I just told my jokes and I didn't even engage and I left. And now I'm engaging on the podcast because it still grinds my gears, dude. Rachel told me not to let it bother me, but it is wild that someone can just have a problem with you and you haven't even done nothing to them, you know? Um, but you know what else? That's, that's called hypocrisy because I've got a huge problem with LeBron James and he's never done anything with, to me. So yeah, so that's fair enough. She can, yeah, that's fine. Maybe she was right to have a problem with me then. And then maybe, yeah, but she, she doesn't get to be on Welcome to the Potty and, um, you know, promote her shit. Um, yeah, dude, there, I said it. I was holding that in and now it's out there. So now I won't need to say it again. Um, but yeah. It's, it's been difficult to try and break into the circles, especially with social anxiety. It's hard to kind of like, hey, what's up, guys? And like bring some energy to a group and be likable. You know, I'm just sort of quiet. Talk to, yeah, I talked to Henry and Anna a fair bit though, which is cool. I like them. Um, and uh, Ross Voss Vatikas, he runs, his name's Ross Voss. He runs uh, the, the Cranker, Crown and Anchor comedy show on Tuesday nights. He's been nice to me too. I talked to him a fair bit and he's the one who, uh, whose theatre show Marathon I went to see the other, uh, last Saturday. And then um, 
this other dude, Rishi. Been talking to him. He's very friendly and fun and bubbly and he's got good energy about him. Maybe maybe probably a bit too much for me because um, I'm low key, but that's so funny because my friends would be like, no, you're not, dude. Uh, it's different, dude. It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, except instead of like murdering people when I'm Mr. I don't know which one's the good one. I think Dr. Jekyll's the bad one. Mr. Hyde's a good one. Let's Google that. It is usually all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, but let's uh, let's Google that and, you know, see. Oh, man, this computer gives me the shit sometimes. Um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. All right, so... Which one's good? Which one's bad? That's all I want to know. Who is the monster? There we go. Uh, Oh my God. And that doesn't even answer it. Who's... Oh my God. None of these websites... Say so who's the bad one? Because I guess you must you just it must be like common knowledge or something, and that's how stupid I am. Um, all right, let's just click on this one here. See how we go. Alter ego. Oh, alter ego is Mister Hyde. So Mister Hyde is the bad, the bad guy, I guess. Um, so my bad guy, my Mister Hyde is um the shy like socially anxious guy i guess and that happens man i think what i need to do is go to rhino on a friday night and drink some beers and just get a little little loose lipped and have some fun with it or something like that but yeah it's been cool it's been it's been right trying to figure it out man my energy's been fucked this is probably the second worst episode ever and the first worst episode was on Tuesday I wonder if this is it if this is it for the world no I'm just kidding it'll all be good there's there's other factors man there's other factors that come into play here that I'm not ready to talk about at this stage dude um you know that um what is it called Love Island I was thinking about um Love Island. I was talking to I was talking to Chiz last night. Me and Chiz got a beer after work last night. And um we were talking about embarrassing stories and I talked about this one time that um this girl tried to give me a little hand job and my penis remained uh, you know, low key. So that was embarrassing for me, but I was talking we uh, it made me think about rejection, dude. And all the different ways that I have personally been rejected. I, dude, I've had a girl straight up. Because you used to used to say this when you were younger. Will you go out with me? And that meant be my girlfriend. Like, oh, who are you going out with? Oh, I'm going out with Stacey. Whatever. Even though you're young and you don't, you don't actually go anywhere except school. You know? So, but... Um, you know, I remember I remember telling... Saying that, uh, will you go out with me to a girl? I don't remember her name. She said this to me. Ooh, No what you know that is savage dude absolutely savage and then you've got um um 
dude, I went, I was telling Rachel this story. I think I've told her before, but I was with Rachel, not with her. Like she wasn't in the bar with me, but I was going out with her at the time. I was, she was my girlfriend at the time. I went to this bar and I saw this girl I knew named Crystal, right? I walk up to her and I'm like, oh, Crystal, what's up? And she knew me. Wasn't the first time we talked, right? I said, hey, Crystal, what's up? And she goes, I have a boyfriend. I was like, what? What gave you the impression that I even was, you know, like, I just said, what's up? And that was infuriating. Um, wasn't even hitting on her, you know? Wasn't, wasn't trying to rob her or nothing. Um, and then, like, you know, you, you, you think you're vibing with somebody. Sometimes sometimes you hang out a few times or whatever. Or, you know, you go to the movies or you go to their house and you watch a movie cuddling up or whatever. And then, you know, one day you, you actually say, like, so, you know, we've been vibing. So I was just wondering if, you know, you know, is this girlfriend, boyfriend material? Oh, you're actually like my brother or my best friend or whatever. Like, what? If you sit on the couch with your brother, dude, like that, you need therapy for sure. For sure. Um, it's just categorically untrue as well, because at that point, if you were my best friend or my sister, well, first off, I wouldn't actually hit on my sister, but if you're my best friend, I would continue on being friends with you. But if you're going to just lie to me like that, I'm probably not going to like... I was clearly hanging out with you for a reason, you know, if I've said this to you, if I've said like, let's, you know, let's do this. I was clearly, clearly had like an agenda. So I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. So that fundamentally means that we're not best friends, which means that that argument is null and void and let's give it a crack. You know, I don't know, whatever. What else? I had one time I, um, you know, I, I went, I used to work at Optus and I had to work, walk through this mall to get there. And there was this little shoe store or whatever. And this girl worked in there. I saw her like probably four days a week. I'd walk by her and I'd always be like, damn, I wish I had the nice to talk to that girl. Right. So I, one day I actually, I was like, I'm doing it. And on the way to work, I walked into the store and she was like, Oh, hey, can I help you? And I was like, no, I don't think any of these fit me. You know, ha, 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 because they were female shoes. Um, and I was, yeah, I was talking to her and I told her, I don't usually do things like this. I'm actually really nervous. And she was like, oh my God, you're shaking. I was like, yes, I am. Don't point it out. Anyway, um, I was just wondering if we could maybe go get a coffee sometime. And she says, oh my God, I've actually got a boyfriend, blah, 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 but would you like to get a coffee as a friend? You know? Um, and that was probably the nicest rejection I've got because uh, it gave me the opportunity to say, no, 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 no. Like I wouldn't be comfortable with, with that if I was your boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then we didn't even have to exchange numbers, you know? So that's like, that was a good way to do it. Who knows if she even had a boyfriend, but that, that was genius. Um, I didn't feel bad about myself or nothing after that. So that was cool. Um, have I rejected anybody? Yeah. Um, I've been asked for my number before and straight up said no. 
uh, I've given wrong numbers out. I've given not even the, my real name when people ask, like, oh, I'll add you on Facebook or whatever. I'll be like, yeah, my name's, um, you know, Jeremy Lynn, you know? Um, so, yeah, yeah, rejection's hard, dude, because this is the, like, we learn about Pythagoras in school, but we don't learn about, um, you know, not discriminating. We don't learn about that. We don't learn about just like loving people. We don't learn about how to get out of toxic relationships with, you know, family or friends or partners or business partners. We don't learn any of that. We just learn about, um, you know, uh, what what's the difference between isosceles and right angle? You know, that's what we learn, dude. Like we're all going to be carpenters or, or engineers, you know? And I don't even think carpenters say isosceles. They're just like, you know, 45 mil on a, you know, 90 degree angle and fucking no worries. Like things like that. And even engineers too. That's what I would say too. They're not like, oh yeah. Um, yeah, we'll put an isosceles, put an isosceles in there and and then we'll put, um, you know, a, a rhombus. The fuck's a rhombus, bruh? <coughs> Let's Google rhombus. Why did that come to my mind just then? Sorry for coughing on the mic. Rhombus. What? What's the words? This thing is a flat shape with four equal straight sides. Oh, it's a so it's a diamond, basically. It looks like a diamond, but all sides have equal length. Oh yeah, I guess I guess diamonds can have two shorter ones and two longer ones. Yeah, dude, but that is a... Sorry, fuck. I don't know how I got to rhombus from rejection, but... Anyway, um... Oh, we watched a movie this week. So, let's get into Clash of Views. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costume? This segment is Clay's Reviews. So we watched this movie um, called the... It's called This Beautiful Fantastic. And it is about this girl with like OCD or something. And I don't quite understand. Yes, I do. Don't worry about it. She has OCD. Um, and she wanted to become a children's author. Um... And I guess her neighbor is a grumpy old man and she, hold on, I'm about to sneeze, guys. <coughs> oh, man. Remember when they used to say that, that a sneeze was one-eighth of an orgasm? That was a lie, wasn't it? Dude, I want some. Dude, Rachel's mum's in the house, so this is, I don't want to say this too loud, but I once sneezed eight times in a row and I didn't even come, so think about that. <laughs> and that's real dude I did eight in a row bro I was so sick so sick and I think I'm just getting over sickness at the moment or maybe just getting into it I'm not sure but something's not quite right with me I'm sneezing I got um, cough sometimes I cough um, sometimes you know sometimes sometimes I uh, you know do diarrhea. Um, what am I doing? This is supposed to be close reviews. Um, 
that sneeze really threw me off track. So it's called this this beautiful, fantastic, right? And this um, this girl, she's got OCD, and she moves. She lives in this house by herself, um, and she lives next to this old man. Uh, who tries to kick her out of the house because her garden's gross. And her garden's gross because she's got OCD, so she doesn't want to get dirty. Her house is immaculate, right? Um, and the dude tries to kick her out unless the garden gets fixed. So she fixed the garden. The guy actually ends up helping her fix it. And then when he, and then um, almost almost spoiled it. Uh, it is worth, it's probably worth a watch. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cute, man, and you know, you know, I'm the Don Burke of podcasting, bro. I'm a green thumb maniac, so it had a lot of gardening in it, which was kind of dope. Um, you know, nothing. It wasn't spot. It wasn't shot particularly well. Um, I I did actually question a couple of the shots, the angles, the I don't know effects that they used. It, it looked cheap. Sometimes uh, it was a cute story though. It was, it was, I liked the story of it as a film, dude. It probably would be a better book to be honest. Um, if you novelized this film, I reckon that'd be pretty dope. Um, but yeah, I don't know. 6.5, 6.5 out of 10 for this beautiful, fantastic. And you can go ahead you can go ahead and um, give that a look if you want. But also, if you don't, you're not missing out on like heaps, you know. And that's and that's that's what a six point five is really. Um, anyway, I'm at th- almost thirty five minutes. I said this was going to be a quick one because I've got to go get ready for this um, this work thing. Uh, and I would have done this last night, so I could have got a full hour out. But I hadn't seen Rachel really all week, so I wanted to hang out with Rachel last night, even though. Dude, sometimes it's just not, even though she was watching um, Love Island and I was watching while I was playing video games, we were sitting next to each other. It's still nice to just be, you know, with each other, you know, in the same room, close um, proximity, you know, proximity can, can be important. So that was good instead of me being in this room for an hour doing this, then editing and all of that, sending it off to Money Making Mitch for the final touches and all this, so... Anyway, it's my life, dude. Um, I will, you know, hopefully bring much more energy, much more heat, much more fucking insanity on Tuesday. I'm starting to feel a bit better. I hope I feel better. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens on Tuesday, and um, we will uh, we'll talk then. You know what to do, guys. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. You get a referral bonus if you do follow us welcome to the potty on everything instagram twitter facebook um rate and review the show five stars please the more we get the more you know the more we make the 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 more content we can put out the cooler shit we can do the better guests we can get things like that um if you know any single parents that could use a helping hand single parents of children not adults please um that would be that'd be fantastic we we have you know we have a budget and we will, we can, we can help with these things. So think about that. If you know someone that you could nominate, let us know. And finally, um, you know, welcome to the potty.com slash store for your butter soft. Welcome to the potty t-shirt, unsourced t-shirt. Um, soft as baby thighs do, you know, thanks for sticking it out with me this week. And I was probably been a rough ride. We all get like this. Sometimes I had some, Oh, by the way, guys, um, 
countless messages and I actually I actually didn't even get to all of them because of the amount of comedy that I had. I didn't I got to the messages. Um I got to my text messages and Facebook messages and I got to a couple um Instagram DMs but I didn't get to all the emails but thank like thanks for reaching out. Um, that meant a lot to you don't even understand. So this is why I do this shit and I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves as always baby you're going to